This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic, full-service creative consultancy reaching more farmers and farm leaders than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. It looks like we'll have to wait for the annual renewable fuel standard blending targets. For the last few years, the annual proposal has been released during the week of the July 4th celebrations, but tomorrow is a federal holiday, and today has come and gone with no announcement. EPA Administrator Andrew Wheeler told reporters Wednesday that the annual renewable volume obligations would not be released today. Now, Reuters is reporting the RVOs are on hold indefinitely. The issue is already a hot-button one, but it has become increasingly political in recent weeks as the agency considers so-called gap-year small refinery exemptions. Two Senate Republicans have vowed to hold up EPA nominees over that issue. There's also the matter of shrinking gasoline and biofuel demands due to stay-at-home orders fueled by the coronavirus. Stay tuned to AgriPulse as the story continues to unfold. A summer gathering of the nation's corn producers will be taking place virtually this year. AgriPulse's Ben Nully has more. Corn producers are still planning to go ahead with Corn Congress this year, but it will look slightly different. Growers usually meet in Washington, D.C. in mid-July, but National Corn Growers Association President Kevin Ross says this is the first time the event will be done virtually. We're going to go through this, this Corn Congress in a virtual manner, uh, and we're going to you know, do our best to, to uh, conduct the business of National Corn, and, and that way uh, for this time it's not something that uh, any of us prefer to do. Uh, but the logistics of handling, you know, a couple hundred people uh, in, in D.C. Uh, or even in any other venue, which we looked at, uh, is it, just difficult. Ross says the organization will do the best they can to facilitate the event so producers can connect with lawmakers. Believe me, I know right now it's so critical to hear from farmers and the things that they're going through and the ideas that they have on how to uh, best move policy forward for them and for uh, the growers' needs. Uh, that's the that's the biggest thing that uh, you know we can do, and then make sure that message is conveyed up the ladder to uh, to our government. Virtual Corn Congress is scheduled for July 15th. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. The Senate is expected to take up coronavirus relief legislation at some point this month, and for Illinois Democrat Dick Durbin, that can't come soon enough. Speaking on this week's Washington Week interview, Durbin says the chamber will be up against a tight deadline when they return to Capitol Hill later this month. We haven't taken this issue up at all in the Senate. Senator uh, McConnell, the Republican leader, has promised when we return in two weeks that we will. But we're going to be under the gun. There are 47 million Americans who are unemployed. The federal unemployment benefit of $600 a week, which was part of our bill uh, back in March, uh, expires at the end of this month. So when we return, we will literally have days before it expires. He says he wants to see a boost to the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program benefit as part of the package. The vast majority of people receiving food stamps desperately need them to feed themselves and their children. Let's make sure that they have enough food. We can clean up the program as we go. We can clean it up in the future as we should. But let's not stop this benefit. And I completely agree with Senator Stabenow. Make sure that benefit reflects the reality of the cost of food today so that families can continue to provide food for their children. Senate Democrats led by Ag Committee Ranking Member Debbie Stabenow took to the floor Wednesday evening to request more SNAP assistance by unanimous consent, but Committee Chair and Kansas Republican Pat Roberts objected and listed funding already issued through other coronavirus relief bills. Over the past few months, Congress, through the enactment of both the Families First Act and the CARES Act, has provided both funding and flexibilities for 
nutrition assistance during this pandemic emergency. The House passed its version of the COVID-19 relief, the HEROES Act, on a mostly party-line vote in May. There's more from Durbin, including his thoughts on immigration policy and what Congress can do to improve rural health care infrastructure on this week's Washington Week in Review on agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic, full-service, creative consultancy proud to reach more farmers, farmer boards, and food and commodity associations than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. Before we let you go, a brief programming note. There will be no drive time tomorrow due to the federal holiday in observance of the 4th of July Independence Day holiday. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.